The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Take it away. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and my producer, Taylor. Always here for you. Always. Um, This has been a pretty big week. I was at Zoe conference all weekend, completely lost my voice. It was the best weekend of my life, but um, my voice was shot. That's why it still sounds like this. Um, The past two days, I just didn't have one at all. So like we had to push back the recording. It was this whole thing. It was not a good thing. I didn't realize how much I rely on my voice for my job until I lost it. It's one of those things where exactly you never know how much you really appreciate something until you don't have it anymore. Exactly. It was just really a lot. Also, Taylor, guess what? My birthday is next Thursday, I think. August 1st. I'll be 22. Is it really? I'm an August birthday also. When's your birthday? August 19th. Oh my gosh. This is very exciting. It's a weird Leo. Is, is August 1st mm-hmm. in the Leo? Yeah, it is. Yeah, right? it's a Leo. Okay, yes, because I know that I think I'm right at the end of the Leo category. Is it Virgo after that? You know, to be honest, I'm not positive. I don't really know much. I usually just say yes in that instance. I'd go, yeah, I, I believe so. Sure, why not? What's new with you? Well, last remember last week you said what did I do and I said I couldn't I didn't really do much but that's incorrect. Last week or last weekend I went to a show up in LA at the Shrine. Oh, I saw your Instagram stories. It was very it was interesting because so the band that I saw is a band called The Ghost Inside. They're like a heavy like metal-esque yes, band. I got that vibe. And they were in a bus crash 4 years ago. They were coming from Arizona to I believe California. And their tour bus collided with a trailer and both drivers, the, the driver of their bus and the dri- and the driver of the trailer were instantly killed. The drummer lost his leg, the like guitar player, the singer, they were all, I don't want, I think one of them was in a coma. They were all badly injured for a long time. Dang. They've been recouping and they've been in out of surgeries and all the, it's just, I think that the, the singer almost lost his foot. Like it was, it's a, it was a bad crash Dang. and they haven't played or done anything for the last four years because they've been recovering. And this was the first show that they've done since the accident. So it was kind of a, it was a big deal. And they did it. Was, that's why it was like a really big event at the shrine. And they sold out like the inside of it immediately. So it was wow, fun. That's awesome. It was really cool to see them kind of come back from like the ashes, more or less of their not demise, but of the, the accident and come back with like such strength. Yeah, that's actually really cool. I haven't been to the shrine in a second. It's been a bit. I've, that was the first time I've ever been there. But I guess that's where they do the Academy Award stuff. Yeah, I it's like right by USC, right? Yeah. It's, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I have seen a few shows there. Speaking of shows, though, guess what I'm doing after this? Well, okay, you know how I love Casey Musgraves more than anything in this world? Of course. As, as we know. Um, well, someone from her team, I don't know exactly the connection. Like, basically, they work with her. Anyways, they got me tickets for a show and have sent me a bunch of stuff over the past few months. I have a meeting with them after this, which is very, very exciting. That's really exciting. How did they, did they just reach out to you or how did that come apart? So I made a video because on YouTube it was trending, like recreating so-and-so's photos and I would never recreate anyone else's photos, but I was like, oh, I'll for sure do Casey's. So we did a video, my roommate and I, Joe, who's like an incredible photographer, we did a video recreating her Instagram photos or just photos. Like we did her album cover and stuff. And I guess they saw it. I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of like Casey Musgraves fan pages are really active with me because they know that I love Casey. So I think they finally just saw it on social media after like my probably like three years worth of post about her. But yeah, so it's very exciting for me. They're like, okay, we get it. You're a fan. Fine. Okay. We'll let you in. Come yeah, on. basically. They were like, you know, I'm doing a takeover for them for the concert. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait. August 23rd. I'm really looking forward to it. That's my dream podcast guest. So speaking of not really <laughs> anything else, but I not actually try to segue into something that has nothing to do with that at all. But so I've seen, according to Instagram, that you are 
seen someone. You you act like you're the you haven't known this entire time. No, I know, but now finally we can talk about it. <laughs> yes, this is this is true. It is true. Um, I think it's really funny because if you think back to just, you know, a few episodes ago, really. Wasn't even that long ago when we were talking about in feed commitment and how like I'll never post an in feed photo with a boy. I don't think I'll never do it. I just said I like we should we can roll back the clip. You guys can find it somewhere. See Taylor. This is this is what happened, guys. I'll give you a long story short. So we've been friends for a long time. All of our friends are really good friends. We're in a friend circle. He's been on the podcast. This is before. That was kind of probably the start of everything a little bit-ish. Not really. But we've been friends for forever. And then all of our friends were like trying to get us, like set us up because they were like, wait, this is perfect. Which it does make sense, obviously. But I didn't want everyone to force it on me, right? So I told all of them to not ever bring him up to me ever again. You guys are being annoying and ruining the friendship, whatever. Told them I was like not into it, whatever. Which was like mostly a lie. But I had to do that so I could figure it out for myself. So in that time, there was only two people that I could really talk to about it. Taylor. And then one of my really favorite people in the world, Sarah Potter. Shout out Sarah Potter. None of you guys know who that is, but she's literally the best person ever. But yeah, so Taylor has known this entire time when I was not scheming, definitely not manipulating, but just figuring things out, you know? I definitely, I consoled her with yeah. with information and I, I I was aware of everything before, but now yeah. it's actually, it's the first time I've actually been able to discuss it. Exactly. Because cool, he's awesome. Yeah, he is the best. Even the first time he came in here, he he's very charismatic and he's got style too. That's yeah. definitely a good thing. Great hair. Yeah, he does. He, he kinda, <laughs> I mean, it's shorter than it was prior, but yeah, yeah definitely. Thank God. He's, got, he's got long, lustrous hair. <laughs> yeah, he, another thing too is whenever, I always think about this, but when Dom and I recorded that episode on non dating non-negotiables, at the end of it, Dom was like, Kinsey, I hate to break it to you, but like, you literally just describe Quentin. And I was like, oh, you're so annoying, whatever. And Taylor's like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are all so annoying, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But here we are, you know? We willed it. If there's a will, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you would know if you follow me on Instagram. Also in the secret Facebook group, now we can really talk about this. So you guys are literally FBI agents because there was a vlog when my sister was in town and... um. My sister and I always, we were with Quentin like a ton. And in the vlog, like, I don't like show him on camera much or whatever, more so. I don't know. I'm just like weird about things, whatever. Um, I'm going to have to get over that because it's really kind of killing my vlog game because I'm with him so often. So like, I don't vlog. It's it's really like an issue that I'm facing right now, but we're going to figure it out. Anyways, my sister was vlogging and she was wearing my big black sunglasses. And in the reflection, Quentin like has his arm around me or something at the mall and you can see it, but it's so small. Anyways, I didn't read the comments on that vlog because there was a lot of haters, but there's so many comments like who of people who like found that. And then in the group, I mean, Quentin also is like the least subtle person ever. Like you could easily have figured it out like months ago on his Instagram, but people were so like crazy FBI agents. I really respect it. And there were threads and all these things. And now all of you guys knew and whatever. Then we had this whole Facebook group thing and everyone was talking about it. And it was crazy. I applaud all of you guys. You guys are really good at what you do. And if I ever need basically anything investigative, I'm going to the Facebook group. You should do like a shirt or something. Kenzie, Elizabeth, secret Facebook group, secret police, something like Literally, that. Literally. Yeah. Like an F. Yeah. 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 That's good. Oh, wow, that is good. But that is the that's the update on my um my life right now. So this is this is the thing. Like it has been going on for a second, but it's like now it's like 
official and like it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Once it's out, it's out. It's out. It's been out. It was really out on the Facebook group. I probably wouldn't have posted, but like he was already posted. I just kind of gave up. You know, my whole like infi thing. I was like, you know, whatever. I'm really living life on the edge, you know? So anyways, today's episode. Oh my gosh. I just realized this is my mom's episode. You don't, you guys don't understand. My mom likes Quentin more than me, like by far. We're literally in a group message where it was me, my sister and Quentin. Then my mom got mad. She wasn't in it. So then she made one with herself and now they like text in it very, very frequently. Everyone's really tight. It's very funny. But today's episode is with my mom. Who's going to really love that Quentin was in this intro, but she's the best. I have a really cool hot mom. I tell everyone that because like my future is very bright. Thank God. Um, we recorded this when she was in LA, like probably six weeks ago. Um, and it's finally going up. So I don't even, we talk about like my child, my life whatever my mom is the best she's really really cool and awesome I eventually want to do an episode with my mom and my sister because I feel like that would be really great together so without further ado hope you guys enjoy this episode join the secret Facebook page follow my Instagram I have everything in the show notes as always love you guys so much and let's get into the episode all right mom are you ready I am are you nervous a little. A little. Uh, my mom is currently in LA, so I thought we should record an episode. And I kind of dragged her in here, but have you really listened to my podcast before? I have. I told you I listened to it my entire trip to Austin and back. You have an accent all of a sudden. Where did that come from? I don't know. Just Maybe the way you just... said that. She really doesn't have an accent, but it really just came out right there. <laughs> you said that when I was on your you did something for YouTube before. Okay, so I'm putting my mom on the hot seat. She seems to be a little bit nervous for this one. It's not hard. I'm not like drilling you with questions. I'm just laughing that you roll right into that first thing. Well, if you listen to my <laughs> podcast, you would know that this is what I do at first, mom. I do my intro and then I go straight into hot seat. Okay, first question. What is the first thing you do in the morning? And this is a two-part question. So first thing you do in the morning and then give us your full skincare routine because my mom has just now after all of these years of her life and also of me in my strict routine, especially strict skincare routine, has just now developed a skincare routine and she's very proud of herself. So I thought I would let her share it with you guys. Yeah, I'm still waiting for you to tell me how much better my skin looks. It looks incredible. I'm so proud of you. So I do the Chanel cleanser. I've used that and I use that every time I'm at your house and it dries my skin out. I don't know why. Yeah. I was actually reading the other day that said not to use anything that's foaming. So I might need to change that yeah. up. I feel like it's actually not that. But I don't know. I don't like it for myself. I love the way it feels though. Yeah. Um, and then I do a, I don't know how to say all these. You just do serums? Yes. Okay. I have like four or five different serums. What brand are they? The Ordinary. Where can you get that? Sephora. There you go. See? Look at you, your skincare. She's getting really into this. Okay, number two. What is the biggest mistake you made in your 20s? <laughs> oh, wow. I would say tattoo. Like, Yeah, she got a tattoo. She regrets that big time. My, my stamp. You don't have to say that, but okay, here we are. We're going there. All right, <laughs> number three. What is the best piece of advice that your mom has given you? Shout out, Myga. The, okay, this is actually a funny story. So the other day, or last night, my mom and I, obviously I was having her take her Enneagram test to find out what she is. And so she was doing research on type three and I'm a type three wing too. And 
I also did research to see who I can be friends with depending on our Enneagram types because people are just really out here being crazy right now. So I'm being very serious about this. And so anyways, my mom was doing research on being a type three and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, type threes are really possessive. And I was like, I just don't feel like I'm that possessive. And she's like, Kinsey, your grandmother's name, literally it's Myga. And it comes from me because I was little and couldn't say grandma. So I was saying like my grandma, like that's where it came from. So yeah. I don't think it was because you couldn't say it. You were literally holding on to her saying Myga, like letting me know this is my grandma, really everybody. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I was the first grandchild on that side. So still the favorite, you know, it only went downhill after me, but it's fine. <laughs> Do you have a piece of advice? Best advice from my mother. Really, I think a lot of it's just like no judgment. She's very accepting, and mm-hmm. she taught me that. That's I grew up in an environment that there wasn't a lot of um, judgments or things placed on anybody, and I so appreciate that. Yeah. All right, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to talk to you guys about Fabletics. If you guys don't know what Fabletics is, Fabletics was born in 2013 and co-founded by actress Kate Hudson. So basically, the founding team just noticed a large gap in activewear at an affordable price with the quality still being great and it being cute. So Fabletics came to the rescue. I was just at Hopalotti's the other day as I go frequently, as we know, and I'm probably very annoyed about hearing about it. But I walked out and I had already changed clothes because it gets really gross in there. And two people came up to me and they were like, hey, where's that white set that you were wearing from? So I wasn't even wearing it anymore. They were intentional and they came and found me to ask me where my Fabletics set was. And I will tell you guys, it was the Mila set um, from Fabletics in white. I have it in, I think, like three or four colors. And it's probably my favorite set that I've ever owned fitness wise. I wear it, one of them all the time. So if you guys don't know, Fabletics creates clothing that's made to inspire physical activity in any type of settings. So basically they just aim to create fashionable on-trend workout clothing at an exceptional price point. Their mantra is live your passion every day. You guys ask me all the time about fitness, how to get motivated for fitness. Honestly, my number one thing, well, I have two things. Find clothes that you like to wear and then find a workout that you like to do. But the first step is finding a cute look because when you have cute fitness wear, it automatically makes you want to work out. And I'm all about investing in your health. So Fabletics is investing in your health. So first, you're going to take a 60 second style pop quiz for personalized outfit recommendations. This saves you a lot of time because it kind of curates things that you know that you're going to like. So there's thousands of styles that are curated for you and you can shop as a guest or become a VIP. I'm a VIP and I think being a VIP is the absolute best. You get up to 50% off regular prices, free shipping, and additional perks. Like I said, I really like the Mila leggings and medium sports bra. It's the absolute best. You guys need to get it. I've posted multiple Instagram in-feed posts in them as well. If you guys need to go get a visual, um, it's on my Instagram. I'm obsessed. And right now, you guys can get two leggings for only $24. That is a $99 value by using my special link, fabletics.com slash I love you for two leggings for $24. Again, that is fabletics.com slash I love you. Guys, get fit, get healthy, look cute doing it. You guys are going to love it. All right. So let's get back to the episode. That's why I was saying that earlier. I'm like, I got a lot of questions of like, how does your mom feel about this or tattoos or whatever? And I'm like, I never even thought that my parents would not like, and I never felt that I couldn't do something ever. Like I never felt, well, first off, dad is the most supportive person in my entire life in that sense. But I don't mean like I couldn't do it as I couldn't do it. I just felt like my parents were never going to be like, no, you know? So another thing too, that 
it's inevitable, but you literally become your, you know, they always say like you become your mother. I have three, three stories on this. And I was always like, no, I was like really mean. And I was like, I'm not going to hear my parents. Like that's, I literally was like, I'm so sorry, mom. That's actually so rude. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one actually has to do with passion planner. It was the first time my mom came to visit me in LA. So this was like three years ago. We were sitting at Umami Burger. Go to Umami, get the truffle burger. It's the best burger you'll ever have in your entire life. Anyways, beside the point, um, we were sitting at Umami and we both like pulled out our passion planners. Keep in mind, like I started using it once I moved to LA. I had no idea that she was using it. Like my mom's not really huge into social media or like I post videos every day. Like she doesn't like see all that stuff. So she had no idea. So we were both the passion plan. We both had passion planners. So it was just really something else. <laughs> tell the story about, tell the story about the books on vacation. So yeah, that was the first year. Then the second year, um, I came up and we actually met in San Diego. And so we go to this nice little spa and go out by the pool and we both pull out the exact same book. I'm like, <laughs> man, we are always in sync. And it's like a self-development book too. Like, keep in mind, I'm literally like, I mean, I'm only 21 now, but I'm like 18. Like who, what? I look back at that too. Yeah. And I'm like, what 18 year olds are reading those books? Like, that's not normal. Like, I I mentioned books. There's one friend that I have that has read the books that I'm talking about, and that's it, and is, like, into that. Actually, I feel like I have a good amount now, but, like, no one does that. And then this year, so I guess there's a new one every year. We'll see what we're on to next year. I'm doing the whole food combining thing, and she is also, without even really realizing it, like, it's not, like, the thing that she's following and the person that she's following that's influencing it isn't calling it food combining, but it's a lot of the same ordeals. So we don't even really realize that the other person is doing that, and we literally do the exact same thing. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Everything you were talking about with with nutrition, I'm like, oh, whoa, that's what I'm starting. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I don't drink coffee in the morning right when I wake up anymore. I've, like, cut that out. I just do hot lemon water. And I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> I was like, of course you do. I was like, do you have fruit with that, too? And she's like, yeah, I do. Morning only. Yep. Morning only. Okay, so I asked you guys on the Secret Facebook group. If you guys have not listened, or not listened, if you guys have not joined the Secret Facebook group, you guys need to join. It's absolutely incredible and you're I always say like you're missing out on the podcast like you're only getting 50% if you're just listening join the Facebook group anyways I was asking you guys like what you guys wanted to hear I was like my mom's coming on like give me some topics some questions some whatever so my little sister decided that she wanted to comment and she's just like a little bit of like a smart aleck like Maddie is like I don't know how to just she's just how would you describe her how long do we have she's (laughs) she's like very she's a free spirit very charming yeah free spirit to put it lightly yes (laughs) she's yeah charming like really she's just on one at all times like always has something to say she's very witty witty has just like never like she will like fight until like the like she's just really something else we're very different very different people extremely different i cannot stress that to you enough okay love her but we're very very different anyway so she was commenting me me i'm your idol me again me 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 which really brings up a really funny point so my sister actually moved out of my parents house right and we'll have her on when she's in la she loves any sort of attention so this is really all for her this is i always say it's really easy to get people to do podcasts because people love just like talking about themselves so it's like pretty simple maddie would really thrive here she would really as long as there's cameras involved as well like she would just really thrive here so anyways 
Do you want to tell them a little bit about Maddie's, um, she moves out, gets her own apartment in pretty much the same town that my parents are both living in. And they have like multiple houses there. It doesn't, it like literally makes no sense that she moves out. She moves out because she's just always right and needs to do it or whatever. So would you like to kind of explain her little transition back into your house and how she snuck back in? Well, I think we all did that. I remember wanting to be out super early be on my own and then you realize like man I could be back home saving a ton of money it's because I moved out early but I would not have moved out had I not moved to another state so she just had to do what I did and it was completely different it was completely different circumstances and I told her I was like Maddie if I could still live at home I would you save so much money but she won't listen like she will never listen to you she has to learn by like crashing and burning and like whatever yeah Yeah, she was the kid that you couldn't say hey the stove is hot she had to burn her hand that's just how she learned you couldn't tell her like hey your friends suck for six years she had to realize that herself every single time every single time oh my god so, no, we love having her there. We joke about it, my husband and I, but... Um, I don't know how much of a joke it is she, anymore, but... <laughs> so, the, the problem is she got this adorable dog who is totally her personality because he's, well, he's a little shit, but he he's charming. Like, he's so charming. He will do something that you're, like, rip up your favorite shoes and then look at you with this look that you just absolutely melt. That's so true. I never thought about it. They are the same. He's totally her personality. He, I've never met a dog who like cuddles with you more in your life. It's crazy. He is the sweetest dog. But Maddie goes through a little hard time. And she had already asked. She moved back into my dad's house. It was too far from her, whatever. Wants to move back into my mom's house. She'd already asked my mom. And my mom downsized when she moved out. So she's like, no, we don't have room for you here. And Maddie's like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. She's like, fine, fine. So important to note that. The, it's a townhouse. It's a condo. It, would it be a townhouse? Condo? It, no, it's a townhouse. townhouse. And, and note, there's no yard. There's no and yard. She has a dog. dog. <laughs> no, but it's also very important to know that there's a, there's three stories, right? The first story is the guest room, which is now Maddie's room. The second story is where like my mom and Tim like live, their bedroom, kitchen. It's where everyone is, right? So Maddie starts going over there every day because she's like crying and with my parents and whatever. And slowly but surely, she starts moving her stuff in to the guest room. And then suddenly after three weeks, I think Tim's just like, I think Maddie's living here. Yeah, she's literally like, we're, we're, you know, Friday night home, snuggled up watching movies and she'd jump in the middle of the bed. Hi guys, what are we doing tonight? I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but no, she, she was telling my mom all along like, oh yeah, I just bring in a few things at a time. <laughs> Thanks. So Maddie, yeah. like she would never say no, and then they'll seriously be like Maddie, like I really don't think this is working. Like you really need to like figure this out. There's so many other places that she could live for free. Like this is just literally the least convenient place for her to be living, and she's just like, oh yeah, uh huh, mm, no. So like she'll Facetime me, and I'm like, have you moved out yet? And she's like, oh no no no, they're not serious. But like they are serious. Like it's not like no. Or she she one time she looked at me, she's like, mom, stop trying to talk me into moving out. I, I'm not going anywhere (laughs) she just like refuses like I've never met someone who just she's just like oh no and I'm like no Maddie like you're seriously causing them like stress like I think the respectful thing to do and then she's just like oh yeah no 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 but this dog's like not trained it's just this whole thing it's a whole ordeal Maddie is really something else love you Maddie but the problem is now I'm so obsessed with him He's, yeah, he's so cute. Ugh. We'll post photos in the secret Facebook group. He's so cute. And he, like, actually, like, he literally will, like, cuddle with you through the night. Like, he spoons you. I've never met a dog who does that, ever. Like, it's it's nothing like any dog you've ever experienced, I promise. Yeah, he snuggles you like a newborn. And it, it, you literally can pick him up, and he 
he sits on your hip like a like a toddler. Like he puts both legs around your your waist and his arms around your shoulders. Yeah. It's <laughs> hilarious. Like, he also thinks he's like four pounds. Yeah. He just he's so cute, but he's just so much and Maddie's just It's so like much. straight out of the Molly and Me movie. Marley and Me? Or Marley and Me. Marley yeah. and Me. What a movie. We had a dog that we have a dog that was just like that, but now he's chill. Okay, we're gonna talk about my childhood. Me, your favorite child, you know? Um, okay, so yeah, besides your favorite, what was I like as a child? Oh, um, I knew it. So first child, first grandchild. On one side. Um, yeah, on one side, on my side. It, it's kind of funny. Like most people are so shocked when I tell them, you were, you were really shy. It's really weird. Anyone who finds that out is like, what? what? Yeah. I'm like easily, it depends on my mood, but if I'm in a, the mood, I'm like well, the loudest in the room, the most outgoing in the room now, but I was really shy growing up. Why do you think that was? Like, it's just weird. It's not me. I don't know. I mean, part of it, like we, we did, we gave you another year before you started kindergarten and which was a tough decision because you were like, even in preschool, you were way ahead intellectually, but you were kind of shy and timid. So I just wanted to kind of give you that extra. socially. Yeah. So, um, but it was interesting. Like in first grade, I remember, I can't remember that teacher's name, but we loved her. Williams, right? Is it Miss Williams? Yeah, Miss Williams. She was so awesome. But I remember her telling me, like, she is the silent leader. Like, everybody, if you know, if somebody's kind of lost in the classroom and doesn't know, they, they look to Mackenzie. Like, you were definitely... Mackenzie, you, you never call me that. I forget that's my name sometimes. Well, back then. But, like, I was cute, fun, adorable. Keep it going. Let's hear more about that. <laughs> yes. And possessive. It was very, like, we were laughing. I was telling, um, we were talking about the story of when... Maddie was born and I was so nervous having another baby because like I was very possessive of my dad especially like I was the classic daddy's girl like oh my god well and so Micah for grandma for my grandma (laughs) and then it was Madi for my daddy oh I didn't even know that yeah you called him (laughs) Madi like for a short period it kind of went away after a while but yeah (sighs) Madi so and she I mean, I used to get my feelings hurt because she would literally like wake up in the morning and go. We lived before right before we moved to Texas. We our um, master was on the second floor and you would go downstairs and get so mean. <laughs> this it's, it was so mean. I think I was honey. Not Cheerios. Yeah. You would get yeah. a thing of and then two bowls and she would carry it, which, you know, she's re- she's only like barely three. No, I was um, two because Maddie wasn't even born yet. I was like two and a half. Well, Maddie was two. born in that. Well, oh, I was in that okay, house whatever. when she was born. But anyways, um, so yeah, she'd come back upstairs and she would like lay in bed and like make them breakfast. And I'm laying there like, Hello? no, I would, I would bring two bowls, one for me, one for my dad. And then I would tell my mom to like, go get her own. Like I was evil. Like that's yeah. so mean, but I just really love my dad. Wait, tell the story about when Maddie was born. Oh, Maddie's my little so sister. Cute. She's two years, four months younger than me. So because she was, you know, quite possessive, I was, I was worried about this and we did we did so much prep like we took classes at the hospital and so all of a sudden we were having a baby so um yeah I thought it was my baby I think yeah 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 you totally did but you were totally on board and totally good with it so she comes in the hospital and I it kills me that I don't have this on video it was like the sweetest moment ever she comes in to meet her and the expression on her face she was just like oh like just in awe of her. Um, and then she starts kind of like whimpering and crying. And Mackenzie's like, oh, where's my zippy? Where's my zippy cup? I 
name my sippy cup? <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah, and then we fought for probably the next 14 years, so. <laughs> well, we were we were telling the story the other day of, um, do you remember going to see Harry Potter? With like like the Bridgmans and the Hansons and we're I'm still very close with my cousins, but it was like there's three families of us and we were always together all the time. I remember going. What happened there? What so you... we're there and I, I can't remember which movie it is, but it's the one with like the three headed dogs and, and Maddie's oh, really yeah. young and she really loud in the theater. It's like dead silent. She goes, oh, I'm not like doggies. Sissy. <laughs> and you know, Mackenzie's like, I don't know, there's like ten people in between them. And she goes, Sissy! You're not like doggies either, do you? And everybody in the theater is laughing. And Mackenzie's just like, ugh, <laughs> rolling her eyes. Like, that's what reminds me, like, after Maddie got a little older of you. You were just always rolling your eyes at her. like Because Maddie was like, well, one, I love my sister to death, but she still brings out the worst in me. There's no one who can bring out the worst in me like Maddie Piper can. Like, really, no one. I think most siblings can say that. Yeah, but she's just so, like... We're, we're just so different that, like, she will drive me insane. But, yeah, no. I mean, she was, like, sweet, kind of. My little do brother, you, Cody, that's really... Do oh you God. remember her? Like, so Mackenzie would be all ready, and, you know, she literally woke... She literally came out of the womb as this highly productive, organized oh, yeah. little I was human. Like this, absolutely, yeah. And it, she did not get this from me. I'm very go with flow, whatever. So spontaneous, and sometimes she wants to kill me Yeah, for that, but... She would like she be was all two ready. Hours late to me picking her up the other day, it was fine. I had to move my nail appointment, but whatever, it was cool. We're good, I guess now. <laughs> we got over it. So, <laughs> um, but she did. We carpooled, and so um, my girlfriend would pick her up in the morning, and then I would pick them up in the afternoon, and she'd have everything out ready. And Maddie wouldn't want her to go to school, so she would run like it, when she noticed Mackenzie wasn't paying attention. She would run and grab her backpack, and I mean, she's like in diapers, young, barely, and she would just take off with your backpack trying to hide it so you wouldn't go to school. It was hilarious. Yeah, she was always making me late. And then we get to high school, right? And Maddie, when I was a junior, Maddie was a freshman. And at first, she wasn't at my school. That's so weird to think about her going to the other school. That's crazy. And then she transferred to my school. This is classic Maddie being a diva. So she transfers to the school that I'm at. And also, our parents divorced, live in different districts, whatever. So, like, we could just, like, switch schools and whatever. It was really stupid. Maddie, I was in charge of driving her to school. And we went to the same school. I'm always on time, always ready, 30 minutes before. I have time to sit, do whatever. I'd never, I don't think I'd, I probably to this day, I don't think I was ever late to school on my own behalf. Like it was never my fault. It was always like either you or Maddie, basically. Like I was never late. I would, that's just not me. It's not my, now I've gotten a little bit better about it, but like, no, absolutely not. It's just not me. So Maddie, would be late every single morning and keep in mind like the only thing I would drive her we had a playlist that we would listen to because it was really close and it was three songs it was like only with like Nicki Minaj like so vulgar it'd be like 6 45 in the morning we're blasting it on the way into school like we're in like the jeep we were like those girls in high school like the sisters who were yeah that was absolutely us and we would blast these songs but every single morning I would be so mad because she would make me late and I would tell her we were leaving you have to tell Maddie you're leaving 25 minutes before 30 minutes before every single time and she always made me late and and then I'd be so frustrated the first like three classes because she would just really put me in a bad mood. And then she would come and sit with me and my friends at lunch every day. And then I'd be like, hi, like every single time. And I was so mad. And then I would get over it. Yeah, that's exactly what she does. She she's she has a she has a way about her. I, I know she really does. OK, was there a defining moment in my childhood when you're like, wow, she's really going to be a star and excel in every single thing that she does? Honestly, I think we 
thought that early on. Like you, you just have that from like birth. You'd say you just yeah, kind of like knew crazy yeah. drive, and so we no... never really had to worry about you much. Like we knew that. Yeah, did you? I don't think you even ever went to like open house. That's a thing. Like I did really well in school. And then I stopped caring about grades. Like, I always did well. You guys were never the parents who, like, really made lunches and, like, were at PTO meetings or PTA meetings. And, like, what's the difference between PTO and PTA? Oh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I was your room mom. When we in... were younger. But when, as you got older, it was, like, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I stopped doing that stuff in, in middle school. Yeah. It yeah. just wasn't, like, my parents didn't really push me much. Like, I just kind of did it myself. Yeah. And they never to. knew. And I had my dad's signature perfectly forged. So, like, every single thing... Growing up, because also the thing is when teachers make your parents sign things all the time, like that's kind of like disrespectful to their time. Like that's annoying. Like it's just too much. So we had my, I had my dad's signature perfectly forged and still sometimes have to use it to this day for my little brother stuff. Yeah. But not like, it's never like behind your back. It's always like, he just needs a sign and it's like a stupid thing. How would you describe me as a sister? Perfect. Was were you answering for me? Yeah, I was just like giving you some inspiration in case you needed help answering the question. I didn't no. give her these questions before, so she's really stressed. You're you're definitely the big sister. Take charge. I mean, you're such a good leader with both of them. They come to you for advice, and you know, Maddie told me in a video that we filmed a few months ago that I was a good role model for her. I have it on camera. She went back on it immediately after, but it doesn't matter. I can edit it. Oh, I totally believe that. Yeah, I totally believe that. Um, what do you, okay, what do you think my biggest strength and weakness is? I would say strength is, like, your drive, your productivity, organization. I know, it's probably really hard to think of a weakness, so if you need a second. No, I mean, really, I think your weakness, I just think you're too hard on yourself. I I don't feel like I'm hard on myself at all anymore. I feel like I was growing up, but you said that the other day, and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't really feel like, I feel like maybe I used to like burn myself out really bad, but like, I don't feel like I'm really hard on myself. I think I maybe need to be harder on myself now. All right, guys, really quickly. I just wanted to talk to you guys about ritual. So we all want to do the right thing and keep our bodies healthy in the long run. You guys know me. I'm super into like health and fitness and taking care of myself. I'm always at hot Pilates and I'm eating really, really clean. But at the end of the day, you still need your vitamins. So even with doing all of that, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. And so this is why we need Ritual. Ritual is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. So Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food. So there's two easy to take capsules that provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health you can also take them on an empty stomach this is my favorite thing about them because in the morning i will have you know my hot lemon water it's just my daily routine like a smoothie or whatever i'm someone normally who has to take a vitamin with like a full meal like if i was like having like lunch or something and i just don't want to have to do that it's super annoying but i can have ritual on an empty stomach and feel totally fine so that is my favorite thing about ritual so again they have their no nausea capsule design that's gentle on an empty stomach and there's also mint in every single bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that gross fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s for all the obsessive label readers all of rituals vegan friendly sugar-free non-gmo gluten-free and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the world to see so it's amazing rituals also delivered it's a subscription that is easy to start and it's easy to snooze so it's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month no strings attached 
guys you're spending money all the time it's literally one dollar a day to invest into your health i think that's one of the best things that you can invest into is yourself specifically your health so i think that one dollar a day is so so worth it so better health doesn't happen overnight and right now ritual is offering my listeners 10 percent off during your first three months visit ritual.com slash i love you to start your ritual today again that is 10 percent off during your first three months at ritual.com slash i love you r-i-t-u-a-l dot com slash i-l-o-v-e-y-o-u let me know if you guys pick them up they're the absolute best and let's get back to the episode yeah i think you've come a long way with that but i think that's an i think that's like innately in your personality and you have to yeah it's a type three thing yeah only type threes get it you know Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about only, but, but... I need to know if all of you guys have taken the Enneagram test and comment in the secret Facebook group or on the Instagram or something and tell me what what numbers you are. In case you're wondering, I do very well with threes, twos, eights, and nines. That's typically where I like to stay. Yes, a lot of that is based off of like, you know, just like things that haven't, haven't had, you know, like fours aren't really for me, I've realized. But I don't really know that all across the board. It doesn't mean that if you're a four, I'm not going to like you. It's just that like I... Threes are very compatible with two, threes, eights, and nines. So... My mom is a, a, what are you, a nine? I'm a nine a, with a nine. wing two. Yeah. And I'm a three wing two. So it's really, honestly, a really big thing. Someone asked, what do you lie to your mom about versus what does your mom lie to you about? So I think you should go first. Oh, I think it only no. makes sense. What do you have? What do I don't know? I don't think I lie to you about anything. I know. I think I know a little bit too much sometimes. Like there's stories that you definitely can't tell that are really funny, but, and yeah. I don't feel like I lie. That's what I was saying. I'm like, I don't feel like. Partly because I, like, don't really... I mean, like, I live a crazy life that's, like, crazy cool, but I don't live, like... I'm not, like, crazy, like, whatever. I'm not, like, at the club all the time, so I don't really... But even then, if I, like... Especially when I was drinking all the time, like, I would tell you. It was never a... Yeah, I think we're pretty open and accepting, so I don't I don't know that we lie about anything. Um. Also, I literally grew up on American Girl Dolls, and now... Oh, my God. Guys... My niece. I probably have talked about her on this podcast before. Her name is Sophie. She's literally the most perfect child I've ever seen in my entire life. I've and it's not even like yes, I understand that I'm biased because like I yeah, family whatever. She is the cutest kid I've ever seen. She's the funniest kid. She's so smart. She's so pretty. She's just so funny. I love her. She's my screensaver. Literally, I think we spent half the time talking about her. I'm like, I like think about her and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cry. She's so cute. But I grew up with American Girl Doll. Like we were crazy about it. I had Kit Kittredge, in case any of you guys were wondering. And then I don't remember. I had a bunch of other ones, but Kit and I were like tight. You would get them? Kit Kit was your first. Kit was my first. And you were supposed to get American Girl Doll. It's kind of based off of what you looked like. Like you could have dolls made to look like you but we didn't I mean I think we did that later but Kit and I had this like connection I don't know she's from the Great Depression literally guys I'm not kidding to this day my highest test scores in history I don't think I've even told you this are from the Great Depression era because I read all the Kit Kittred books when I was younger mm-hmm. and they actually like you I don't know what it is like obviously it's not like crazy knowledge but for some reason and it has to be American Girl I would bet my whole life on it it came from that and knowing Kit or not knowing Kit, but like reading all the Kit books. I literally feel like I know Kit, like we go way back. Remember when we were flying to St. Louis and I lost all three of the dolls? Like they all got scraped. I was so heartbroken. Oh, I do. Oh my God. I literally yeah. brought all three of my American Girl dolls to St. Louis with us for Christmas one year and our bags got damaged and the dolls, all their legs got scraped. Oh my God. I was, I was heartbroken. Yeah. Matt and a- I still talk about that. Yeah. You were crushed. It was a really big loss, but I'm really excited because now... I'm going to take Sophie for Christmas to American Girl Doll. We're going to have a day. There's a store in Dallas. We can take, we can go get like the tea and I, the whole thing. 
Oh, yeah. she'll love it. She'll love she'll it. Love it. And does Does Grandma Meal get to go? Oh yeah, she calls my mom, which is so funny that my mom's a grandma, by the way. Like it literally <laughs> still makes me laugh. Also, my mom looks like very young. Like she's a very like hot mom. I have a very bright future, thank God. But it's like she. <laughs> I can't believe you're a grandma. It's just so funny to me. But my mom's name is Melissa, and everyone calls her Mel. And so Sophie calls her Grandma Mill. Grandma Meal. Grandma Meal. Grandma Meal. She's so literally, sweet. I've never met someone cuter in my entire life. Okay, so what is it like having a daughter who like does what I do? Like what we know when I first started doing it, what did you think of it? Um, I mean, I was proud of you. I just like you literally started this without even telling us yeah I don't remember even having a conversation like when did I tell you 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 came you had already started and you came to me and told me about it and said my goal is like literally the time that you told me my goal is to be signed by someone within six months and we got an offer in a month like a month later yeah so I had to have been a few months in. I just, mm-hmm. I wanted to sign. And then I signed with a network that was horrible and like whatever. But they actually just, yeah. mom, they just dissolved this past month. Yeah, we did not do enough research. And then we yeah. signed two years. That was bad. Yeah. yeah. Always be very careful with contracts. It was like, I was young. It was like all exciting. My channel was growing, whatever. And like at this time, this certain company, everyone wanted to sign with them. I literally took a photo like signing the contract. Like I was like, literally, it was so exciting. I was 16. Yeah, it was a big thing. And then they like... It, it, it ended up being bad. I ended up getting out of the contract, though, with some legal work, but I did get out. Yeah. It was not good. But what do you like? Yeah. What is Now, what is it like? I mean, I was in Forbes, so let's not forget that. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Forbes, baby. <laughs> um, no, I love it. I'm so proud of you. You, Your work ethic is, like, off the charts crazy and... It's so funny. Like, even when I run into, like, old clients and people I haven't seen forever, they're all, how is your daughter? How is, you know... So mom was a big, it... big Facebook mom. Big Facebook mom over here. Really big one. <laughs> so you would say yeah. like, out of your three children, I'm your favorite. I don't have favorites. That's not true. You literally tell I Cody love... he's your favorite. Oh, well, yeah. When we vacation, we do joke. I always have a favorite kid of the day. It's always Cody. Why, um, Why is it never me? But but literally, the girls, I joke about this, and they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, well, if we had the choice between us three, he would be our favorite. He would yeah, be our Cody favorite, too. Cody would also be our favorite. <laughs> he, guys, okay. He's 16 now. He's so cute. When he was younger, he was so sweet and adoring. And then he went through his kind of like, you know, not so nice teenage years. And now he's kind of coming back. I feel like the past year, he's really made like a full circle back to his true self. He's way nicer. Like I come home and he makes me snacks. Now he's kind of over it because I ask for them. But when I don't ask for them, he'll make them. It's very cute. We always go to Whataburger like late at night. But Cody, every boy I feel like under the age of I would say 14 and under. I hope at 14, 15, you start to order something different at Starbucks. But I would go as far, like he's 16, still doing this. They all get a vanilla bean frappuccino. It is the most basic Starbucks order. And it's like definitely because like their middle school girlfriend or their older sisters are ordering it for them. Like that's exactly what's happening. And Cody, it's not a girlfriend. It's like his sisters have been ordering it for him for for forever. I have been moved out for almost four years at this point. I promise you I would bet my entire life on the fact that this kid has called me well over a hundred times since I moved out four years ago asking what his Starbucks order is I just put it in my contact put it in the notes whatever so he was like out of town this past weekend and he called me four times in 24 hours and I forget he I don't think he has Twitter but someone must have sent him my tweet about it so then he thought it would be funny to like keep calling me and asking me the order but he always says that like he'll call me and I'll be like hey what's my Starbucks order like not cordial not like hi Kenzie how are you like plays no games and I'm like it's a vanilla bean frappuccino he's like okay bye 
like immediately so he just kept yeah doing that. no love you thanks mm, miss you no, absolutely not and then i'll text him like love you i texted him literally i think probably the nicest text i've sent to anyone you should read it you probably would cry no reply not even a response <laughs> and then he texted me like a week later because his spotify was messed up because i changed my cards and i forgot i was paying for his stuff so he needed my card number is what he needed yeah mm-hmm. but other than that super sweet perfect really nice yeah, yeah. He, he is super sweet. Big, big heart. Okay, a lot of people are asking, how do you cope with living so far? Like, what is it like? How does it change your relationship? Yeah, that part's tough, um, especially really the last two years because you used to come home a lot more. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was it was easier because we got to see her a lot more. Where now it's, you know, like I come here every June, but then I won't see you again maybe till Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that part's tough. Um. But I love it. We just, you know, I got to get out. I mean, my schedule's a little different now, so I can get out here more. So Yeah, I'm really trying to get her and my stepdad to move out here. I think it's working to my benefit. I told her, I was actually telling my friend this the other day, because he's like, what are you doing with your mom when you're here? And, like, he's, like, king of restaurants, so he gave all, he like, half of what we're doing is because of him. And so I was like, well, I really have to make this trip perfect, because I do have ulterior motives. And I explained this to my mom. I was like, I really want her and my stepdad to move out here. My brother graduates in two years. I really think the chances are pretty likely. Like my stepdad and like his family before lives in California. Like I'm like, I don't think the odds are really that off and they're not going to be feel like they really need to be there. Like people are going to be gone. Like I really think it's good. So that was the first thing I said yesterday when I picked her up. I was like, mom, I have to be honest with you. I have very ulterior motives. So I'm really hoping that this happens and I think it would be very good. And also eventually I'll like get married and have kids. So I'm going to need you to like be there because I can't like watch the kid all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's usually when the grandparents come follow is when the babies start. Yeah. You have about probably 10 years, but I think that you need to like really start planning now and investing now. I feel like though with me moving across the country, I always say it's really helped our relationship. Like, I feel like it's made our relationship better. Yeah. No, I would agree. I tell people this all the time when they fight with their parents at home. Like, just move out. It'll be so much better. You guys will be best friends. Seriously. (laughs) I'm like, now I go home and I'm like, all right, what are we guys? What are we doing, guys? And like, they have plans. Okay. I come home and they literally make other plans without me. Like, you guys know at this point that like, I'm maybe going to hang out with like a few friends who would normally hang out with you guys and us and they make other plans it's so like, disrespectful what when did we make other plans this other thing where i'm like hey i wanted to do this and you're like oh like i'm gonna go to bed or like oh i'm like are you joking like i'm just like sitting there like waiting to hang out with my parents well i think there was a couple times that you came home that like we 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 were just the dog sitters that's all we were because you were running around doing, you know, seeing because everybody. at that point, when I first moved out, it was my senior year of high school. So all of my friends still lived there. So, yeah. like, I would have to see so many more people. Now, when I go home, it's like people were, like, juniors in college. So, like, people are either just not even home at all. They've completely moved. They're, like, ha- busy working, and I only get, get lunch with them. It's a very different dynamic than it was when they were in high school, and I would just go to all the games and stuff. Like, I went back a lot senior year and my freshman year. Yeah. And a lot of them are still there. But now when I go home, like most of them aren't there, which is honestly more convenient because it's it used to be like when I would go home, it was like stressful because I felt like if I didn't see someone, it would be like this whole ordeal. And like I have I've always been like this to where I have like multiple different friend groups. Like I've never I feel like I have like my core group that I like do everything with. And then I always have like close friends elsewhere. So like that was hard because I couldn't ever like mesh them. And then if I mesh them, it was weird or like so-and-so didn't like like stupid stuff like that. So you can't do it, you know? Yeah. I remember that when we first moved and coming back was stressful. You had mm-hmm. to, you had to, you needed a vacation when you came home. That's why I said home. I'm like, I literally need a vacation for my trip. Like I actually, it's yeah. not 
Like, it, no, it was nothing. Okay, if we had to switch roles for a day, what would be the best slash most difficult thing? Well, a month ago, I would say staying on a routine, but I've gotten pretty good at this. I think more of it is just, like, everything is always planned. Like, from your outfit to everything you're going to do, that would be really hard for me because I'm so spontaneous. No, like, you look at my Google calendar and the next two weeks are, like, planned out. I already have, like, outfits. I literally have outfits hung up in my closet of, like, outfits that are already planned for me to wear in case I need like a last minute change. Like I'm very, very extreme about that. Literally posted an episode today about routines and habits and stuff. Like, yeah, that I'm would really be hard for that. me. Cause I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm way more spontaneous. Yeah. See, that would be the hard thing for me. I would be like, Oh my gosh, it's not, I can't do this. I feel like that yeah. would be it. I don't know. Best thing would be you would just live near family being living near Sophie. That would be the best thing. Yeah. Wow trying to get them to move too. I'm really like trying to finesse the entire family. I feel like if I start working on it now, by year three or four, someone's going to budge. Like someone's going to want to do it. I think the whole family needs to change a little switch up something else, you know? Yeah. But California's expensive. Yeah. But I just think it's like, it's worth it. A lot of people were asking what it's like, like growing up with parents who are divorced and whatever. I feel like everyone's parents are divorced at this time. It's like what one in two marriages end in divorce, right? Yeah. I think it's over 50%. Yeah. yeah so but my parents divorced when I was in fifth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them remarried when I was in seventh grade. Who got remarried first? This is also blurry to me. I don't remember. Um, your dad got married a year later, and I got married two years later. You got married a year after the divorce? Well, that like it was so... well we separated in 08, officially okay. divorced in 09. He married in 10, and I married in 11. So, I mean, we were we were really... Really big whirlwind for me. Yeah, I, well... It's all blurry. A lot of my childhood blocked it out, I think. I'm like, <laughs> it's all a blur to me. I literally don't remember that. I remember, like, the wedding at the country club. Oh, yeah, my mom didn't invite me to her wedding. Well, she didn't invite any of us. They literally went to Cabo and left. Like, none of the children were invited. I, that was kind of messed up, don't you think? A lot of that was a financial thing. Like, we couldn't have afforded to bring you all there and do that. But, but you could have just not had it in Cabo. We were literally, it was just supposed to be us and Jeff and Lana. Who else went? Mick and Joe, which I had never met before. Oh, my gosh. Our, my uncles, they're literally the best people. They're so funny. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh, Love they're them. so funny. Love them. As Joe would say, love them. And <laughs> that sound like Joe. So. Well, anyways, yeah, that was actually, I don't even think I thought anything of it when it was happening. And now I look back, you also dated my best friend's dad at one point. You <laughs> forced me to. Well, I shouldn't say forced. I did not have anything to do with that. I actually talked oh, about no. this to Taylor in the episode. I, that did not have anything. I literally, that's not what happened. No, you guys it were It didn't both. affect our friendship, though. No, because I don't think Peyton even wanted it to happen. Oh, I disagree. I feel like you guys were both, like, trying to make it happen. And it, it didn't, like, it was a couple months before I was like, okay. Yeah, we'll go out on a date. It was a really... I look back at that, too, and it should have been so much weirder than it was. But anyways, back to having divorced parents, whatever. When I was in the fifth grade, um, as you might have gathered, I'm a pretty dramatic person. But here's the thing. I'm very dramatic in the sense of I'm dramatic about things that don't matter, like jokingly dramatic. When, like, actual problems happen, I'm actually not dramatic. But I feel like I learned to not be dramatic after this. I think I learned to, like, really wean it off. But, like, I had never... This was, like, the start of every bad thing in my life basically happening. Like, this was the first thing that had happened. Like, I mean, I was only in fifth grade. But, like, I hadn't, like, been through anything, like, hard at that point. So I think 
like when my parents got divorced, I had two huge fears that I never wanted to happen to me ever. It was getting kidnapped and my parents getting divorced. Like I would literally have nightmares about this. I had such bad anxiety when I was younger. Like what fifth, like fifth grade thinks of that or like third grader really that like thinks of that stuff. Like that's crazy. But anyways, my parents got divorced. I literally thought my life was over. I was so dramatic. I was, well, one, the divorce was really not the best divorce ever. It was kind of rough. And I literally thought my life was over. But I'm here to tell you guys, my life did not end. <laughs> like, I feel like people will, especially now, like I have a lot of friends whose parents divorce, like the whole thing where like they wait until they're in college and then they divorce. And it's like, that sucks. But I'm like, literally, I know that I was younger, but I was just so mature. Like I would say I'm mature now, but I feel like when I was younger, I was so mature, way too involved. I knew way too much. I wish that I would have known nothing. I wish I would have been like way more protected. I wish that I literally would have not known a single thing, but it was just like, there wasn't really much that you could do. But I was reading this book in December. I was telling my mom this today. Lisa, how do you say her last name? Turkis, Turkers, whatever. I don't know. She I, wrote Uninvited, yeah. which I got my mom two years ago and she's just now reading. So whatever. Um, incredible book. And then she wrote, it's not supposed to be this way. And she was talking about it. And like December, it was like a really hard month. And I was reading the book didn't, I literally didn't leave my like room. Let me rephrase that. I was in my, my parents' guest bedroom, which they have guest bedrooms and not a bedroom for me. So it's just fine. I don't even have a guest bedroom anymore. That's so true. It's my room now. <laughs> no, but I was reading this book and it was talking about um, the worst, like what if like the worst things in life lead to like the best things ever. And I'm like, now I can't imagine like not having the like step family that I do, not having grown up with them, not having like Sophie specifically. <laughs> my favorite little niece in the entire world. Oh my God, nothing. I literally, I would I would actually take a bullet for her. I would step in front of a, a moving bus. I would, there's not one thing I wouldn't do for her. I think we all would. God, she's yep. so perfect. But anyways, like I think with divorce, just in general, my biggest tips, if you're a kid who's going through this or like someone who's going through divorce, just in general, the less you know, the better. Don't get involved. It causes so many issues. Stay out of it. It's not your fault stay out of again. And I don't know, like, I mean, I am not, I don't, I'm not for divorce. I think divorce is horrible. I like am not for divorce. I think obviously in situations where it's like abusive and whatever, for sure. But like, I am not, I think it's like, it's horrible for everyone involved. Like I feel for anyone who's had to go for it through divorce. I would never, what I'm saying is I would never wish a divorce upon anyone basically. But I think good comes from everything and you have to just not get over it, but you have to just deal with it. Like we were in counseling, like it was a court order. I talked about this and I just recorded an episode with a therapist and I was like, that's another thing. I'm like, it was a court order, but therapy is like one of the best things I ever did for myself. So it's like good things come out of everything. And I think it's like so many people, like literally 50% of marriages end in divorce. Like, it's not like you're not the only person in the world that's like going through this, you know? I remember you coming home saying that too. Like, oh my gosh, mom, I thought you, I think you really thought like you were the only person. And then you... Because we were one of the first for our parents to get divorced. I had one other friend at the time whose parents were divorced. And that was it. Like, no one else's parents were divorced at the time. And then over the course of the next three years, a lot of my parents split up. But we were the first. So yeah. that's why it was hard. Yeah. But I do remember you coming in. And maybe it wasn't your immediate friends, but it was other people. And you started realizing, gosh, there are so many people that have been through this. And it. I just remember you... I remember that conversation. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I feel like I was so dramatic. Like I look back and I'm like, seriously, it's, it was not, not that it's not a big deal. Like I'm not diminishing it, but it's like, like good things come from it and like keep good relationships with both sides of your 
the family, basically. We're going to just answer a few questions. So are you similar to each other? I think we're similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then I think we're polar opposite in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like in the organization, I'm very like, I, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. She's very spontaneous. But like, you are also like interested in like things that like, I love, like we both are really imbi- like big on like self-development, health, taking care of ourselves. Like we're very similar in that sense, but we're also like a little bit different. And even I think in our relationships, the way that we, yeah. you know, interest in our friendships and things. I think we're really similar in that way, too. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. There's questions. It was like, how do you go from being a parent to like a mentor? Which I don't really know what they mean. But then someone said learning how to deal with adult children. Well, adult children. I don't know if that's like passive aggressive. But I guess transitioning from like parenting a young child to a 21-year-old. You moved out here your senior year. So there was a, you know, and, and you also have always grown up a lot faster than than everyone else. So do you think I would have grown um, up that fast had the divorce and everything else that happened to me happen? Like, yes. Okay. I think that's your personality. Yeah, I do too. I think it was a little bit expedited, maybe in more sure. of an unhealthy way, but I sure. think that I would have done that too. Regardless, yeah. There's other things that you had to, and, and honestly, you might've wanted to get the heck out of there because of some of that, but yeah, I mean, that's why I moved. It was not because I, yeah, that's definitely why I left. Yeah. And again, good things come out of certain things. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're you know, yeah. you're doing so amazing and it's, you've got such a beautiful lifestyle out here. So I don't, I think with Mackenzie, it was a little easier because you, um, you're an old soul and there's like, we have deep conversations about things. And like you said, personal growth and different things. I just think it was an easier transition with you Yeah. than, than most Yeah. I was going to say, I don't feel like you have been doing that for the past years. Not that you weren't parenting, but like, what would you really... I mean, worked through a lot of stuff through the divorce and going through counseling and different things. But I mean, you were, you know, that was yeah. really more middle school, high school, early high school years. Everyone's like asking about Kenzie's rebel phases. Guys, when I, my, my fun, crazy phases were after I'd moved out. I was so, I was the DD all of high school. I didn't really do like, I did drink a few times in high school, but it wasn't like, I mean, I guess technically I was in high school when I moved here. It wasn't until I moved out here, but that's another thing. I didn't go through a rebel phase of like my parents. It was never, my parents were very big on being honest. Like my dad, especially he's like, I don't care what you do, but if you lie about it, you are going to get in 10 times more trouble. So just own up to it. And you will like, there was like, so as long as I was honest, like I never hid where I was going. They knew where I was going out. And because of that, it didn't make me go crazy. That's why I didn't ever, like, I just didn't care to, like, go do everything. I was at all the parties, but I just wasn't, like, and I was so focused on YouTube that I just didn't, like. Right. Well, and I I mean, I was a really rebellious child, so I I don't respond well to stuff like that. So if somebody, you know, says, hey, then it's. So I, I do remember this, though. You, I can't remember the park that you guys used to go to. And I can remember you told Lana, but you didn't tell me, but you. You like you got a flat tire because you it, it, you weren't oh, drinking. Yeah. You were probably the DD. But we you, were at, yes. This is what happened. I didn't know. I didn't tell you, you this. No, you drove over the Dak Daniels because bottle. I wanted you to pay for the tire, so I didn't tell you this. The like twentieth flat tire. So first off, my first car was a Hyundai like Tiburon or something. The tires were I don't remember what they're called, but they were a certain tire that was like really bad in changing weather. And if you know anything about Texas, you know that Texas weather is like literally like it's bipolar weather. That's what it is. So anytime, which a lot of this affects a lot of tires, but this especially affected this type of tire. So I had like three or four pop tires in the first like year and a half of me driving, which is like really ridiculous. One of them was my fault. 
that I like hit something. But other than that, yeah, we were at this place. It was like a bonfire. This guy that I didn't like, I guess, like threw a bottle out or whatever. And I guess I drove over it or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess I didn't, wasn't trying to hide that from you. I was just trying to get No, I was just laughing. I called him like, girl, like, you're not going to tell me, but you're going to tell my best friend. Like, what? But I clearly wasn't like, oh. No, she just cracked up laughing. Oh, mom, I would have gotten around to it. Of course, after we paid for the tire. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think I was probably waiting for the card to be swiped. And then I was like, oh, this works out. Okay, this is a good one. What do you see? Who do you see me ending up with? Like, describe the person. Very godly man. Um, He has tall. This is something I've I've been cursed with. So let's really put this one in. Thank you. Tall. Tall. Handsome. Um. And I think he just has to be a leader. Like, I think it's got to be somebody that um, that could even lead you. Yeah. That, that you look up to, that I you respect. I was talking to my mom about this recently, today. By recently, I mean probably like two hours ago. And I was like, it's just very... <laughs> I was like, it's just very... This sounds so awful, but it's because guys don't mature as fast, typically. I'm very mature for my age, and I keep dating people who are my age, which is my issue. But I was like, it's very rare for me. I feel like the guys that I typically will date, I feel like I'm pulling along with me. It's pretty rare. And like, there are people now that I'm like, oh, this is very different. But I'm like, then I'm like, almost confused because I'm like, wait, I'm not having to like, you're emotionally stable. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a very different thing. Yeah. Different vibe of well, and two, I mean, that changes as you get older because, like you said, guys don't mature as faster. So, yeah, that's not an excuse, but yeah. also I just am like, what was I doing? You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. But no, I think it's got to be somebody that's like a really strong family man that'll be a great father. Um, I, I, I think the biggest to... thing is they, they have to be a really strong leader. I, yeah, it's leader. No doubt. I want them to be like creative, but not, it doesn't need to be in the sense of like artistically creative, like just creative and like approaches and business or whatever, or artistically. Let's end this episode with things that we've learned from each other. Well, routines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a big one. Organization, schedules, probably some of, I don't want to say my creativeness because I, that I like, I was creative long before, before Kinsey. She's trying to say I got it from her. Well, well, I don't no, know. I definitely maybe, it from you. maybe. Um, but I think you bring that out, like you draw that out in me, because you know, creative people kind of it comes in waves. I think I'm a bigger thinker, so like you say yes. things, and I'm like, okay, take it way further than that. Yes, I think that's what it is. And I think you dream bigger, and you make yeah. bigger goals, and that, and that's a struggle for me. Yeah, that's why it I'm is. a bigger thinker. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting too because you're talking about your family and like talking about like it's crazy when you think about that versus now, and then like. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've always been a bigger thinker. I feel like you've taught me. I think I get being very open-minded from you. I mean, not that da- I mean, dad's also that way, but like you're very like open-minded, laid back. I would not say I'm laid back. I can be. It really depends. Like I'm not actually always like this, but open-minded and I to slow down and just chill. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's more like relaxing. Like my favorite, I'm either like my two ideal days, one would be like a very, I'm at like 7am hot Pilates. I have like a full schedule working. I'm at like some event that night, whatever. Or it's like, we're at your house with the whole family and we're like watching movies all day. Like there's like not really an in-between, but I feel like I've learned being open. I think I got creativeness, creativity, whatever from you. And then slowing down, slowing down and chilling. All right. Well, I love you, mom. Love you too, honey. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So fun. We totally forgot to talk about this. My mom is really trying to up her Instagram 
and she we're really going through a lot of this we're vlogging the whole weekend so if you guys want to check out that vlog i'll have it in the show notes down below um but i'm teaching her instagram so i'll have her instagram linked in the show notes you guys should go follow her but yeah oh wow you just upped the game now we got to get serious about I know, this now you have to take it really seriously you gotta do it it'll be good yeah, I got some photography tips. Oh yeah, we the way he oh, the way over here, guys. Don't even get me started on this photo that we took in the car. Oh my god. All right, well, love you, mom. We're gonna end this on a good note. Love you, honey. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let me know by leaving a review, subscribing, posting it to your Instagram stories. We love reposting those on the I Love You So Much podcast episode. Next week, next Thursday is my twenty second birthday, so our intro will be birthday themed. I just made that up. I don't even know what that means, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you guys next Thursday. Again, that is my 22nd birthday. Don't forget, people. Okay, love you. Bye.